Hi, my name is Jeff Pagano, and thanks for tuning in to the Harpen on Rugby podcast. HarpenOnRugby.net is an unofficial fan site for Leinster Ireland rugby, with write-ups of all the big matches and regular coverage of the latest news and opinion via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course this pod. If you haven't already, please subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts as well as a host of other platforms. Well, I've spent the last few weeks chatting to fans from Leinster's opposition, so with the new European campaign on the horizon, I'm switching the focus back to the boys in blue, and for this pod, I've assembled an elite panel of Harpen contributors to discuss a possible match day squad for our pool matches, also looking at how we might approach the competition overall. So here's how we got on. Now it's time for our back and forward chat, and this week I've assembled a panel of long-time Harpen contributors to help me piece together a Leinster match day 23 for Europe. First up, we have someone making his 11th appearance of the pod. And for the past six months or so, we've been chatting on a different podcast about Donald Trump and American politics. So fun and all as, as that has been, it's good to return to something more serious. <laughs> Welcome to the pod, Mr. Neil Kiko Keegan. Good evening. It's good to be serious again with you over really proper topics now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and next up, earning his ninth cap, we have the wise words of Mr. Connor Cronin. Welcome, Connor. Thanks very much. I'm not sure how wise they are, but good to be here again. Indeed. And um, last but certainly not least, coming to us all the way from the Rock of Gibraltar and appearing for the fourth time, a warm welcome to Mr. Richard Mifsud. Hello, sir. Good evening. How are you all? Good all to good. be here. Yeah. Right. So let's get down to business. Um, as we all know, Ireland started their Autumn Nations Cup campaign last weekend with a win over Wales, and they now face that tricky trip to Twickenham. Try saying that 10 times fast. But meanwhile, in the background, Leinster have been steadily putting away the, bon- the tri-bonus points in the first six rounds of the Pro 14. So with our fixture list for Europe now released, I thought it was a good time to have a look at the overall squad and see what kind of match day 23 we can put together when the test players return so we can mount a serious assault on star number five. We're doing this in a similar format to an earlier pod I had picking an Irish team before the international started. Each of my guests has been given five starting positions to choose and I'll be adding the bench. So let's see what team we end up with. So without any further ado, let's start with you, Mr. Masood. You're picking us a front five for us. What have you got? Yep. Um, well, there's no getting away from Kin Healy, um, <clears throat> in my view. I, to be honest, up until about five minutes ago, I was still thinking about, um, and this is on the basis that Sean Cronin isn't, isn't match fit. I was actually seriously thinking about James Tracy. Uh, with uh, Ron Keller com- coming in um, at uh, for impact, but you know um, he is at the starting presently the starting hooker uh, for the national team. So I'm, I'm going to go with him because uh, I think James Tracy can also bring an awful lot uh, as an impact player. Um, three um, given tags lack of match practice, I, I think it's got to be Andrew Porter. Um, so I don't see much change out of that. At four, I'm actually going Scott Fardy. Um, I, I, the reason behind that is, well, apart from his obvious uh, skills and, and his experience uh, in, in Europe, I like, at this moment in his career, I like Ryan Baird coming on l- Latish on against the tiring team because his impact is immense. Uh, and at five, I'm going with Captain of Ireland, newly crowned Captain of Ireland, James Ryan, of course. Very good. Uh, what do you think of that, Kigo? There's no argument for me at all. Sign me up for that. Yeah, all good. Connor? Um, I would have gone with Baird ahead of Fardy, but I can absolutely see 
the benefit of having Vardy there from the start and bringing Baird on for impact. So, you know, I, I won't argue. We mightn't... Uh, it, I, I reckon when it comes to it, it'll be a flip of a coin or something special in, uh, in training that decides which of them gets that jersey on the week. Yeah, I mean that's the way it is for a lot of for for loads of the positions. I mean we we, we talk we've talked about the back row for a long time now, but it's getting to a stage now, especially over these last six weeks. There's players coming up in all sorts of positions that are just like you, you could you know someone would say one, but you would have said someone else. But when you hear the other person say it, you're like, well, no, you know what? That's actually not so bad. That's that's kind of the, that's kind of the way we're we're stacked in a lot of positions. Um, yeah, I mean, I I put down Tyke Furlong, you know, sort of a, and hopeful that he's be back. But of course, you know, Porter has been doing well, and and Michael Banks, hello. I mean, he's been uh, he's been doing he's been doing really well over the past six weeks. And he was he does really well overall. He was kind of overlooked, kind of the way he he came in. He played for Ireland before he played for Leinster back in the day, and um, but then he sort of sort of faded away from the Irish scene. But he never he was always there for Leinster. He was always putting in the performances and, and always there for us. And he's having a really great season. So, so I've said it before and I'll say it again. Michael Bent is the kind of man you want in your squad. Yeah. He's not setting the world alight, but he is doing his job and he's doing it very well week in, week out. Absolutely. Yep. And it, like we said for other positions, I mean, if, uh, if Ty's not there, we know Andrew Porter can start for us and we have no problem. Michael Bent, uh, coming off the, coming off the bench for that European stuff. So, so just, just to be safe, um, with with Tig with, with with our final selection, you've got Porter there. I won't put Furlong on the bench. I'll put Bent on the bench. So that's that's that that that's the position there. When it comes to the second row, um, I I I put down Baird because I like the idea of Baird and um, Baird and Ryan together because I see that as a long term kind of yeah. option. Um, but uh, Fardy, uh, I mean, I I don't think he's been at his best since we got back from the lockdown. Just because. I mean, he's doing the work, but he's not, you know, he's not standing out the way he was before the lockdown. Um, but I still want him on the bench because I want him. He's the kind of guy you just want in the dressing room, just for the, you know, for you know, for the kind of the experience and the the attitude he brings to the other players. So um, I have I had I had him on the bench there. So that's um, so that's that's one to five. So that's 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 good lads, well done. And um, so now we go on to the fun part, the old back row. And um, up doing that is Mr. Kigo. So what have you got, sir? Well, I, I love the, the Fardy selection because that uh, builds into my number six, which means we have two, uh, I guess you call them enforcers on the pitch. Uh, but the, the, the palette I had to pick from, there was at least 21 players that are named. That's not, the, there's been more than 21 who have started in these positions. But... Uh, officially there's 21 and there's a few injuries so if we like there's Conan there's Deegan with, with knee and neck and there's a couple of injuries floating around so I don't know what the update is on that uh, but like you look at the job Reese Ruddock has done um, you know certainly in the absence of Conan uh, so I'm starting the wrong way around here but I think a leader in that position number eight is brilliant Heaslip did it for 100 years uh, I think Ruddock is a leader and again another leader on the pitch so it's Again, I'm not. I'm, I'm being a bit uh, against what I was asked to do, but it's a toss-up depending on injuries here. Conan and Ruddock are, are in there, uh, there, thereabouts. Obviously, Levy for me at number six. He has been whatever they've done to put him back together. Um, it's amazing. It's frightening the injury he had. I think a few of us were there uh, in the Ulster game just to see his knee go. It was horrific. 
but he's he's running so well, and I think the the regular game time in blue is going to serve the big jersey next year. So him at six, which again, if Fardy's at five, that means we've got two two scrappers ready to go early in the door early in the game. Now my asterisks around all this back row is Doris. Um, I have Connors starting in our back row, so I have Levy Connors. And depending on injury, it's a neck injury that Conan has. So let's, that, that sounds dangerous. So uh, Levy, Connors and Ruddock, six, seven and eight. Um, and again, with Doris there and a, another like Ruddock or Conan at, at, at number eight. And then the, the nine and ten, when you look at the stats of like games played and points, obviously there's Sexton there with whatever he's got, 168 games, one, nearly 1,500 points. No matter the abuse he gets online, you can't leave him out of uh, of a starting lineup if he's fit. So you've got him sitting there at 10 with Byrne, uh, Ross Byrne on the, on the bench. Even though Harry is going to be the better player, but I'd say that's a bit harsh for Ross to hear all the time. But he, Ross is going to do the job this weekend. He'll do the job uh, in the big games in blue as well. And then... Look, Gibson Park is just uh, there's there's Gibson Park and McGrath fighting for that nine. Um, ever since the is it a couple of years ago, Toulon semi final where he had a bad game. It's two or three years ago. Again, time has lost all meaning. Since the end of that game, Gibson Park has been majestic, absolutely fantastic. And you see the difference when he comes on for Murray in the big jersey. So he speeds the game up, and McGrath's getting a kick in the arse as well, which he needs because he's also class. So uh, that's my starting nine and ten, and that's my six, seven, and eight, uh, with one cheek firmly on the fence. Okay, Connor, what do you think of all that? Um, <laughs> we have different opinions. Um, for me, I, I, I was going on the basis that Sexton's injured at the moment, so I was I, I was including him in the injury report, and so ruling him out. If Sexton's fit, yes, hundred percent, he plays. If Sexton isn't fit. Burn starts, and I don't think there's anyone who would disagree with that. Yeah. Ross Burn, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, if Sexton's not fit, we put Harry on the bench, and and we're all comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I totally agree with Gibson Park to start. I think he's just playing the better rugby at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. Not that McGrath's playing bad rugby, just Gibson Park is playing better. And my back row, uh, I scribbled things out, and I wrote them down again, and I scribbled them out again, and then I changed things, and then I put people in different numbers, and... Um, I settled in the end with Reese at six, Vanderfleer at seven, and Doris at eight. Very good. Wow, Richard. Yeah, um, I'm controversial. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I'd, uh, I'll, I'll start with easy bits because <laughs> the six, seven, and eight isn't mm. um, nine and ten. Uh, no issues with that. If, if, if Johnny Sexton is fit, he's in uh, with Ross on the bench. If not, then it's then it's then it's Ross and um, it's Gibson Park uh, at nine. Um, he's playing extremely well. Um, the speed of distribution is just incredible, um, and the accuracy. And the the bonus of that is that Luke McGrath, who needed this kick up backside has got it, but, you know, credit to the lad. He's responded extremely well. He's playing probably the best I've seen him play for a good season and a half, easily. Mm -hmm. uh, now, going on to the difficult one, um, I got Reese's six. 
uh, Josh at seven, <laughs> um, and Mr. Doris at eight. So yeah. Um, so so you're both leaving out uh, Levy. No, Le Levy's at, my bench pick. Yeah. At, at this stage, an, yes. an angry Levy coming on, raging that he didn't get started. Yes. After putting in all the work, can you imagine <laughs> the carnage he would wreak? But he's been raging for 20 months, you know what I mean? Like, I know, pent it oh. off even more, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear other, other, other ideas because it's just there's a couple of for me in a big, in a big game, semi final, final, there's a couple of players that you can't, um. You can't mess with, you know, and, and for me, when Levy's fit, he's, he's one of those guys so quickly he's become a leader uh, in any jersey he puts on. And I just think the way he's come back, it's just, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And then I'm leaving out Van der Fleer, which is a sin. Yeah. An absolute sin. But then you look at the job Connors is doing. You've also got Doris there as well. And it's like, it's, it's a beautiful position for, for Leo and Stuart to be in. Uh, whatever way we work a back row, an absolute top line starter is going to miss out. It's just, it's an amazing position to be in. Yeah, and um, when I was looking at the bench, um, the, 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 the six, seven, eight thing was such a problem that I, I had to go for the six, two split for the bench mm. just to get an extra guy in there. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the trouble that poses you is that if, if Sexton's starting and you assume Sexton has to start, you assume... Ross Byrne is going to back him up. That leaves you with just a specialist uh, scrum half and an out half on your bench, which makes mm -hmm. me thinking, well, if, if, we're, if we're saying Sexton might be injured when we go to Europe, it might be a bonus if, as good and all and Harry is, if you're starting with Ross, if you have Kieran and Frawley um, mm -hmm. on your bench, that covers, that covers a lot, covers a lot of bases for you. you know? so I have him on um, my bench. I have yeah. him on my bench, yeah. Because, I mean, we, we had three out halves on the pitch. I mean, we're not even, you know, Jimmy O'Brien's another conversation altogether. He was a, he was a yeah. revelation the other yeah. night. And um, just the, these footballers that we have that, 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 that can play. And um, so, so but, I, and, but in my original selection, I didn't have Doris starting. And I'm like, how? He's starting for Ireland. How can he not be starting for Leinster? But it was just the mix I wanted, the way Reese is playing, um, the way, you know, the, the, I, I went with uh, Levy, um, Connors. I just love the Connors top tackle. I just don't, I, I want, it, the thing is when he comes off the bench, he's still a chance of cracking the top five tacklers on the pitch. Mm. Um, but still, you want that from the start. Uh, you frustrating the frustrating the opposition from the start until somebody works out how to counter it. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a great weapon to yeah. have. Um, and like you say, Max Deegan is injured. I'd want him involved somehow, but he can't yeah. be. So I've got Doris on the bench, but it's, it's just a, I mean, you could have endless, endless, um, permutations for this but uh Gigo was Gigo was the man chosen so I went with Levy, Connors and Reese Ruddick um I've got um uh, uh Flair on the bench and uh Kaylin Doris as well so that's that's that that that's my that's my um selection for the bench there okay so that's that moving right along um we've got now the um back three and the centers and uh, that's Mr. Connor Cronin. Up you, off you go, sir. Um, I don't think there can be any doubt after the Wales game that James Lowe is a nailed-on starter for those big games. 
He was just, he was brilliant. I loved every second of what he did. I loved how he frustrated the Welsh players and he does it all with a smile on his face. It just pisses you off more <laughs> when you're playing against somebody like that because it's just, look at how happy I am and you're getting aggro. Brilliant. And it just winds them up. It's fantastic. Um, so him at 11. Uh, for 12 and 13, I were assuming because with Gary's jaw and I know he's talked about getting back in time for European games. But let's be realistic, that might not happen. So for me, 12 and 13, um, I'm presuming Henshaw will be back to fitness again by then, even though he's um, marked as unfit this weekend for the Ireland squad. Um, but Henshaw at 12 and Rory O'Loughlin at 13. Mm. Um, I think, he, like we were saying about Bent earlier, he's one of those players, he's not setting the world alight, but he is doing quality things and doing them well. And it's just unfortunate who he has ahead of him yeah. that he doesn't get more game time except when they're missing. Uh, then at 14, I have Dave Carney, who is just playing great rugby right now. I'm loving what he's doing. He's just, and, and it's great that with Rob gone, it's nobody saying the other Carney. And he's getting <laughs> to really shine in his own light because he's, he's always been a quality player. And now it's just, he gets to be the focus of Carney's in the squad um, and Hugo Keenan at 15 for me because again I think he's doing oh, a great job yes. in the Ireland setup I think he's doing some really good stuff he's playing good rugby for Leinster and is, now that he's in that green jersey he's playing just as well there Can I ask you one real quick question this to the to the group really I guess we're coming in off loads of loads of big games for Ireland and then we roll into the 12th of December I think it is Montpellier um, are we going to have to rest a lot of those players? Uh, you know, you look at Keenan, who is going to have a lot of, a lot of minutes in the boots. Um, you, you look at a few of those players. I know uh, Ringrose is injured. Henshaw's got the week off or whatever. But will some of those players be rested? Because we've got Montpellier in Northampton. Uh, One would expect that by the time we get to the 12th of December, um, Keenan will probably have been given a break for the Georgia game. Georgia game, yeah. Pretend, depending on how we do against England next week and therefore what position do we finish and so what final are we in, I think a few of those players could get rested. Um, Henshaw's injury rules him out for this week and I think if I was Andy Farrell and I'd be looking up down the line and saying, okay, well, what final are we playing? I'd want to have Henshaw in that game and not yeah. in the Georgia game. So there's two weeks of a break for him, giving him the time. And I do the same with Lowe. And with uh, Dave Kearney and Rory O'Loughlin, um, O'Loughlin got a break the weekend gone. Mm. I'd expect Dave would probably get a break this coming week, having played the previous couple of games. So I think we'll, I think we'll be okay with minutes for, for backs, um, minutes for forwards, is, I think, where we're going to really struggle. Mm. But I, I think maybe what Leo might be thinking is um, just because of the nature of this season's Champions Cup, I mean, it's all it's, it's such a convoluted format, um, which is necessary, I know, and what they're trying to do with that. But because we've only got four matches to qualify, it's like it would almost be worth just getting the, you know, putting the best team out for those two games and and then resting them for the Interprovincials through the uh, through through the Christmas and that just you know just to make sure we get that uh, that last eight uh, spot. Um, it, it I mean because we're going to have four matches, but 
the, the people we're up against are going to be playing four other four other games. So it's a, the, the pressure the pressure to get four wins is going to be even more even greater than ever um, this time around. So it'd be it, it's a good point though. It'd be interesting to see what uh, what way they what way they approach it. You know. So so what what have you got for eleven to fifteen? Um, who's next? It's uh, Richard. Uh, not dissimilar at all from what Connor's just come up with, to be honest. Um, on, on the basis that you've got Kieran Frawley on the bench, uh, because he can fit in, you know, he's, uh, you know, saw him whenever he was two or three years ago now, and you could see quality even then. Um, and that lad is, is quality. He really, really is quality. The... I mean, it won't happen, obviously, but, you know, picking up on what Connor's just speak, been speaking about, uh, resting players, and what you've just mentioned, Jeff, about uh, resting guys for the Interpros, our second string, third string, is more than capable of competing, especially with the league position we have, is more than capable of playing an extremely competitive, most likely winning game against any of the other provinces even when they have their full complement. So I think that the argument for the resting is easier for Leo and, and, and Stewart, I think, uh, to make, uh, to rest those players and focus on the, on, on, on the high note. Um, so, you know, I, I have no arguments with any, any, any of those positions, to, to be honest. They, you know, and I'd just like to um, echo uh, the thoughts on Dave Carney. I think he's been an incredibly loyal servant. Um, I mean, we spoke about Michael Bent, we've spoken about Rory O'Loughlin. Uh, you could pretty much say the same about Dave Carney, but with a gloss as well, because he's, he's got that additional coat of varnish that, that, that enables him to do what, what, what he does, what he does on, on, on the pitch. Yeah, because when it comes to cracking the Irish team, he's been really unlucky with injury over the years. Just always yep. seems to go down when it's... Uh, when, when just a test there there as well. yeah. yeah so um, but I mean it, it'd be easy for a lot of people just to let that affect them but every time he comes back playing for Leinster it doesn't matter if it's against Zebra um, in you know in a November evening whatever he gives it he, he's been giving it all and especially for the past year or so he's, he's getting better as he goes mm -hmm. along so it's a definitely what, what do you think Higa? Yeah I, th I actually think it's the mental strength of the Kearney boys is is really, really impressive. And I guess as we're coming towards the end of, of Rob's, you know, he's got his year of vacation away or whatever. But, you know, you kind of realize the, the, the ups and downs he's had. And when you hear him talking about when he was, the book came out and all that, the times he had with Cheka, and he stuck in with that, collected the medals. And obviously it's genetic because Davis had tough injuries, hamstrings, Achilles tendons, really rotten injuries not like a broken leg or something these are just rotten injuries and I don't know if he's run more in a game than he did last weekend uh, if the match didn't stop he'd still be running now um, it's it's just amazing the two lads and, and it's through the whole team but the, the, the two lads where you know Rob was the the kind of the headline guy Dave did a lot of the work and and you know I don't think we will truly appreciate it until Dave gets his own T-shirt in the line-out as well. Um, absolutely amazing player, saluted every time. Whether he's a water boy or, or a winger, it's equal intensity on both. Drink that water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Um, and, and like what, what you say about uh, Rory O'Loughlin uh, was, was true as well, Connor, because, I mean, he's, uh, 
he's, he's he, again he's also had his, his 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 injury issues at the wrong times. Um, if he had if he had a good run in the in the in the in the team, he probably he probably be uh, pushing starting at the moment as well because he's uh, he's that he's that physical kind of player you want in there and like and again he's another one who just who comes straight back into the team and just give you. Give, give you give you eighty full minutes no matter what from start to finish you know he's a he's a great partnership and you know you, you got to look at the names we're not mentioning you got that Tommy O'Brien as uh, coming up now and he's he's played what five minutes now for Leinster but he we we've still seen enough of him for um to to to, to know that he he can bring the quality as well and he's going to go far he's going to far he's going to give us serious headaches um in the year to come I mean all these players if, if you weren't going for a six two split yeah he'd be my twenty three yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Because um, well, now you got me rethinking that now, but I can't now because. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see that the, the like I or said, certainly twenty four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. The problem is um, is my issue with that is that the 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 specialist out halves or the specialist halfbacks you need if you have a six two split. You, so you need that versatility. I suppose it just depends. If Sexton starts, you'd have to go. You need the three backs. Um, but if, if it's Ross Byrne, then you can go a bit for a variety and you can have Frawley and that's going to cover all your bases because there'd be nothing, there's nothing worse than having to put a really, someone that's not comfortable, shift them around if you get an injury after 10 minutes in a, in a mm -hmm. big match, especially because, they, because like we said about these uh, Champions Cup matches, they're all kind of cup finals now in many ways, um, the, the way this is set up, which, which is even better in, in a way kind of thing, but because we're, after all we've been through, we're ready, we're 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 keen for that fifth star, or whatever. Like every game is going to be so so crucial. We're going to want the best players on the pitch at all times. We've all seen what happens if you put the wrong player in the wrong position. Yeah, and we yeah. saw it yeah. a few weeks back, and we don't want to see it in blue. Absolutely. The the, the one thing I was going to say, lads, is it's it's a tricky one because when we when Leinster try to stop saying we like when we when Leinster. It is we. When when we steamroll steamroll through people, and you come up against someone like the Saracens, <laughs> and you're not quite ready for that level, um, team selection becomes really important. So you look at a player like Frawley, who should be in every squad because he can go ten, he can go twelve, he can even go fifteen. Should we need him? That's that's a player that needs to be playing as much ball as we can get him while we're in this position with the Ireland games. And there's a lot of those kind of players who we need to, to, to get, get ready for the scrap when, it, when we need it. You know, we're at Montpellier and Northampton up first. There really isn't, there really shouldn't be any work. Uh, I don't want to jinx anything. Being professional wins those games. Sorry, yeah. let's phrase it that way. Being professional wins those games. And then, then we're getting into the business end where we need to send a message. And that's when you kind of realize, right, okay, is there such a thing as a starting 15 or is it just the 15 on the day? And is that how, because looking at my selection here, there's 21 plus three more players not on the official list. How do you keep 24 players uh, in the running for, what is it, three, four, five positions here? So you've got to build that kind of, there is no starting 15. Mm. There's just the 15 on the day. And so the 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 way you're saying, Jeff, you, you hit the first first two games max and get them out of the way, whereas you can go another way and say, this is our first team on the day. It may not be the, the sexiest one and the one you expected on the program, but these are the form players and we're backing them all the way through. So it'll be interesting psychologically to see how they do it. Yeah, I was just thinking, because one of the things I, I was 
mulling over in my mind preparing for this was and, and you've just hit the nail on the head there Kigo it's who are we going to play is the first question and which team do we put out to be the best against that particular opposition because playing Montpellier is yeah. completely different to playing Northampton Saints two different styles of play uh, what have you and, and I think that it is who is the 15 rather than who is the uh, you know it's Hugo Keenan Bolton cast iron 15 all the time it may not be because we I'll, I'll use the we as well because we'll <laughs> want to achieve some particular tactical aspect in, in, in a game courses for courses yeah, yeah it's also for courses in, in my opinion um, so I and, and I think that that is the thinking behind the way that they put the teams out um, yeah, I mean, it's been a feature of the matches. Um, I mean, we played six and we, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, Anser used 50 players, whatever, um, uh, in the season, which is true. But I, I mean, I think that for these six matches we played in the Pro 14 so far, that the squads have been, that the core of each team has kind of kept the same, I thought. It wasn't, mm -hmm. uh, when, when the new team was announced every week, there were changes and there were guys coming back from injury and all this, but it wasn't the complete um, total change. And it, it was like they treated this as a block. It's like, the players knew you're going to be used a certain amount of, you're going to be used a good bit for this block. And I think this is how they keep them happy. So they go into the season saying, listen, you're, you're the, you're the core squad for this portion of the season. And then we're going to have a different block then. And you can play your way in and maybe stay on for the next series if you do well. But I think the players all have a sense of where they are. I, I noticed a couple of, um, there was a couple of performances like players like Sylvester, and uh, Hawkshaw, they come on as subs, mm. and their time is so precious on the pitch. Um, there was one time when Sylvester tried a little chip through, and it was blocked, and he was furious with him <laughs> because it was like this was my one shot. As it you love to see that. Yeah, being exactly. Yeah. You love to see it, it that, that it matters that much. That you know he knows. I, I've got to show them. This is my shop window. I got to do what I've got to do to yeah. get back in this jersey again. And it's great and, to and see. The freedom, the freedom of to to play it as you see it, and the confidence to do it, even though he hasn't had like uh, Hawkshaw coming on, he had a rotten injury as well. Came on like he played the week before, you know, and it's starting to creep into all the jerseys, um, the blue and the green. It's it's really great to see that there's a little bit more freedom. To it's we're not stuck in any rigid situations. But I, I was looking at the the tables today, um, just the Pro 14, and how you know it gets a lot of grief. And we know that, that we need uh, a good scrap going into the business end of Europe. Uh, fingers crossed and, you know, touch wood that everything goes the way it's supposed to go. Uh, you, when you look at Conference A, points difference is 169 Leinster, 118 Ulster, and then it's minus 30. So we're not, we're not going to get that competition outside. So maybe the way they can do it is take the cameras out of training once a week and it's an absolute free-for-all. You know what I mean? Not, I don't mean beating each other up or anything, <laughs> but it's, it's full contact, it's full go, and that keeps the calluses up, that keeps the bruises everywhere, because I don't want to... good old-fashioned like possibles versus probables. Exactly. I don't want to sound like a Man United fan in the 90s, okay? So I'm fighting that. Um, but the competition in the Pro 14... Certainly, Conference A. Well, look, and let's be honest, competition in the Pro 14 is not quite where it, where we want it to be yeah. when we're wearing our blue underwear. 
So they need to find that competition somewhere. Yeah, because because that was a big talking point after the game, especially against mm-hmm. Edinburgh the other night. That um, that basically, as w- as well and all as the Jimmy O'Briens and the the Kieran Frawleys are playing, do we really know how good they are when they're racking up these mm-hmm. wins? Have we really found oh, no. out how they're going to do? So you you say, well, listen, you know, can we throw them in against Saracens, whatever? I mean, but you know, we, we I suppose we are where we are in a sense. We I mean, what can we do? To fix that now, mm. and do you want to tailor a comp- a competition? It's it's similar to Dublin in the GAA, I suppose. Do you need to tailor the whole competition just because one one team keeps winning it all the time? Is that the reason to do it? I mean, what what what, what do you guys think about that? I think it's the very reason to do it. Mm. Yeah, adapt the competition so that it isn't one sided. And um, I think having the two conferences is great. Those two conferences need to change. To yeah the top seven teams and the bottom seven teams and promotion and relegation. But there also needs to be a change on the board level in a lot of these clubs. Uh, Certainly if you look at our four provinces, like there's, you know, again, not trying to start a fight with our Munster brothers and sisters, but it's, it's a shit show. Um, You look at the signings over the last five years and you, and you look at, you look at, it's upsetting because we all need this stand up and fight thing, but it has gone off the rails and we need, we need a strong uh, provincial setup, and, and they need a reset, for example, because they'll get a Conway try out of nowhere and the papers over the cracks for another season. They need to step up and sort it out. Connacht need help. They need to be treated fairly. Um, and I think that's a massive thing as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's something to look at. I mean, all that, like, what the, the, as the saying goes, you can only play what's in front of you, I guess. Yeah. Um, and we're just, you know, trying out players the best we can. And, uh, just we just have to see, and then you know, there's the whole COVID thing underneath all of this. This is all weird. No matter what happens now, we need an extra. We need another season of normal, to to just to see what changes can be made. So you could be talking, nothing would be fixed for another two years down the line. You know, I mean, they're they're yeah, not great yeah. at changing anything as it is. So so you just have to keep enduring, and the, we'll just have to put up with these bonus point wins maybe a bit that, that bit longer in the meantime. But uh, anyway, listen, lads. I think good investment in uh, grassroots and academy, particularly in the other provinces, would really help drive a standard yeah. as well. So that it, it's not a dependence on who's not fitting in in another province or in another country or whatever, who can we get in? It's who have we got coming up, which is where it lets yeah. you have the big advantage. Definitely. And let's never take these bonus points for granted. Absolutely That's not. Yeah. Absolutely not. If you've ever been a cold night in Donnybrook, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, thanks again, lads, for coming on. We'll, we'll get you on again soon. And uh, here's to um, here's to a good game for Ireland against England. Do you fancy us at the weekend, guys, quickly? Yes. Yeah. I think there's lots of more dog in that team than previous look at the aggression at the weekend yeah that that little bit of fight that little bit of niggle and not 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 afraid to stand away from a bit of a punch up that's what we've wanted for a while that's what's going to get us a win fingers crossed okay dougie thanks a million lads we'll have you on again and um, enjoy your rugby this weekend everyone you too you too thanks thanks as always for sticking with us right to the end and thanks again to the lads for a great chat so just to summarise, here's the squad we put together. In the forwards, Kean Healy, Ronan Kelleher, Andrew Porter, Scott Fardy, James Ryan, Dan Levy, Will Connors, Reese Ruddock. The backs, Jemison Gibson-Park, Johnny Sexton, James Lowe, Robbie Henshaw, Rory O'Loughlin, Dave Carney, Hugo Keenan. Replacements, 
James Tracy, Ed Byrne, Michael Bent, Kylan Doris, Josh Vanderflyer, Luke McGrath, Ross Byrne, Jimmy O'Brien. And if Sexton is unavailable, then Ross Byrne starts, Kieran Frawley on the bench, and Ryan Baird coming in on a 6-2 split. Next on Harpen and Rugby, we have another busy weekend ahead, what with Ireland playing Saturday and Leinster on Sunday. So as always, stay tuned to our website for the usual previews and write-ups, our Twitter feed for my latest thoughts, and to leave your own, be sure and visit our Facebook page right after full-time in both matches. In the meantime, stay safe everyone. Slán.